This is the future of finance by Motive Labs. Hello, welcome to the future of finance, the Motive Labs podcast where we live and breathe the next generation of financial technology. back. You're joined by me, Sam. Uh, and today I'm joined by two of my favorite people in the world. It's a huge privilege to be joined by John Thompson, venture partner at Lightspeed, and Alistair Lukies, CEO at Pollinate. Welcome, guys. I'm going to hand it quickly over to you because I am simply not worthy of conducting this interview. Here you go. Thank you, Sam. Wonderful to be here in a very tall building in Motive's incredibly impressive labs in New York, where we actually see fusion happening in front of our eyes. We have banks here from around the world. We have fintech companies that are solving problems that banks need solved. And it's all being done within a modern day investment firm. So it's quite an exciting place to be. And it's more than an honor to be sitting here next to John, who's also one of my favorite people in the world. And we've just had a great session of our Global Advisory Council. And I suppose my first question, John, is... You've had an incredible career as a CEO, as a chairman, as an investor in technology. But one of the things that is at the center of our thesis at Motive Partners is this fusion between big and small and old and new and in a regulated environment. That's just more complex than building an app or building a platform. As a guy who's very well known in the valley where technology is all around disruption, do you agree or do you think, like we've seen in other industries, there's going to be this Amazon moment of financial services? Well, I'm not sure there's another Amazon moment, quite frankly, but I think the continued evolution of technology and application of it to financial services is going to accelerate exponentially over the course of the next, pick it, three to five years. The real issue is we're creating more data content every day. And that data content has value to both the user and the consumer on the other end. And so the question becomes, how do we share that in a way that is compliant with GDPR, but helpful to businesses as they start to apply advanced technologies like AI and ML to the data sources that are growing exponentially every day? So I think this is in large part why I joined the Motive team. It was my belief back two plus years ago that the evolution of technology and financial services was a little bit behind, and this was an opportunity, quite frankly, to fund an investment in technology in the space that would allow the industry to move along as rapidly as perhaps some others have when we have. Thank you. Very well said. And if I can sort of move that subject onto something that we read about in the press a lot, not just in my home country where there's this small thing called Brexit going on and the occasional discussion around trade wars and going global or going local. Some of the world's greatest technologies, many of the world's greatest technologies have been built in Silicon Valley and been built in America and consumed around the world. And obviously the World Wide Web and uh, we're hugely honored to have spent today with Rosemary, a member of the World Wide Web Foundation. But when it comes to financial services, it is slightly different. It's people's money, it's the last mile, it's people's ability to feed their families. And there's a more important social responsibility here than just building a great app 
And I suppose one of the things that's always on my mind when I come to this amazing country is we have to build things that work in a borderless fashion. We have to build things that comply with regulation. And many people know that America is full of innovation, but actually 40 plus percent of global card fraud happens here in North America. So when it comes to financial services, you know, we have state level regulation, we have national regulation, there's 17 different regulators looking at financial services, and then a whole new set of challenges around data and GDPR. Are you seeing fusion happen here? Are you seeing collaboration? Or have we still got the West Coast attacking the East Coast? Are we still looking at people trying to say, I want to own 100% of that number rather than 10% of something bigger and more global? Well, I don't know that I would agree that there's been an East Coast, West Coast attack. There clearly has been, while financial services grew up in New York, technology grew up in the West. And so the analogies would be somewhat similar, quite frankly, because much of the talent that is needed to support the financial services industry is right here in New York City, whereas much of the talent needed to support a rapidly growing tech sector is on the West Coast. Now, ironically enough, a lot of the code that gets written doesn't get written here in the U.S., gets written in other parts of the world where there's more talent and the talent, quite frankly, may be less expensive than we can find it in the Valley. And so the evolution of how the industries have evolved has certainly driven the current footprint that each of those industry segments seems to have. I think where technology intersects with financial services will become even more relevant as, again, more data gets created, more compliance issues evolve, the need for GDPR and compliance with GDPR becomes important. I mean, on and on and on and on. And all of those things are going to make the necessity for fintech firms or financial services firms and technology firms to work even more closely together if they're going to address the growing needs of a rapidly expanding marketplace. Brilliantly said. And for me personally, traveling the world and seeing the impact that some of these fintech solutions like an M-Pesa in Kenya can have on a population is truly awe-inspiring and I myself sometimes get caught up when I'm in the valley with the wonders of the kind of local coffee shop bit of innovation or loyalty app or something else but yeah stuff that has a truly global impact really moves the dial and then finally John and thanks for your time you're an investor in many different industries I love your explanation of how they're all sort of coming together but you know we've talked today about cyber we've talked today about risk security working together that shouldn't be a differentiator are there a couple of companies that you would say Watch these guys, watch out for these guys. Well, there are no shortage of incredible companies that are being spun up, if you will, in the valley these days. And one of the things that I have found most interesting over the last year or so that I've been at Lightspeed is just how many of these things are being created literally every week. I'll give you a good example. I just invested in and our firm just closed around with a little company called Leap Year that is building essentially a software-defined firewall that allows you to control your data but give access to that data to others. That is phenomenally, phenomenally powerful in today's world where compliance, data compliance and data security is more important than ever before. I'll give you another one, a little company called ThoughtSpot which has gone beyond the notion of analytics. They are well beyond analytics and are looking at the concept of not only how do I apply analytics to a particular business area, but how do I translate that into an application that is trying to solve the problems for that particular business area. And a third one, which is really, really impressive to me, is a company called NetScope, 
which is trying to build a cloud-based security platform. And one of the real challenges of security today is that there are just so many point product solutions. If you were to go look at any one of the big banks here in New York, what you'd find is that they have somewhere between 100 and 200 different security products deployed. So if you could, in fact, integrate all those into an online platform that allows someone to come to your site and you not have to worry about buying a single security product, you just buy a single security service. That is critically important and can, in fact, save businesses a lot of money while making them more secure at the same time. Awesome. Well, I've got more learning to do. John, brilliant, hugely insightful. Thank you very much. And Sam, thanks for having us. That's all. It was a GAC special, only a couple of minutes, and we still managed to broker peace between the East Coast and the West Coast. You've got three hot firms to watch in Leap Year, ThoughtSpot and, and Netscope with John's endorsements. They're already unicorns. And, uh, and we look forward to seeing you at the next GAC. Thank you for your time and insights. And thank you very much for tuning in. I'm Sam. See you next time. The information contained in this podcast is intended for discussion purposes only. It is not a recommendation, offer, or solicitation for the purchase or sale of a security or any services of motor partners. All investing involves risk, and there is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. The views and opinions expressed in the podcast are as of the date of recording, reflect the views and opinions of the persons expressing them, and do not necessarily represent the views or opinions of motive partners. Motive partners makes no representations or warranties as to the accuracy, reliability, or completeness of any information provided, and undertakes no obligation to update, amend, or clarify the information in the podcast, whether as a result of new information, future events, or otherwise. Any securities, transactions, or holdings discussed may not represent investments made by motive partners. It should not be assumed that securities, transactions, or holdings discussed, if any, were or will be profitable, or that the recommendations or decisions made in the future will be similar, or will equal the performance of the securities, transactions, or holdings discussed herein. This podcast may contain forward-looking statements that are based on beliefs, assumptions, current expectations, estimates, and predictions about the financial industry the economy, motive partners or motive partners investments. Nothing in the podcast should be construed or relied upon as investment, legal, accounting, tax or other professional advice or in connection with any offer or sale of securities.